Ready? One, two, three. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Advice. Is this episode 10? Yeah, 1 0. I remember. Nine or 10? 10. 10. Right? Chris? 10. Cool. I remember when I turned 10 years old and I was like, double digits. Really? Like, yeah. I don't think I did that. That was like on all my birth- birthday cards. Do you remember all your like, birthdays? No. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I just remember double digits being like, whoa. Oh. I remember like significant birthdays. I don't like, I don't know what I did for my 15th birthday. I, don't I, I damn near don't know what I did for my 16th. I never, I didn't start doing things for my birthday until probably 18. Really? Think about it. Like you don't do things for your birthday growing up. Is that just me? <laughs> yeah. No, we did. My, my family. You did. did. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. And that was fine um no yeah it's it's fine i'm like (laughs) actually i remember sixth grade excuse me chris i remember sixth grade um uh hella people brought me balloons to school and i i counted them at the end of the day and i actually ironically had 28 my birthday's march 28th that's why that's ironic i didn't turn 28 and (laughs) is it 28 year old in sixth grade and um i had 28 balloons and they were all tied in my backpack and like I literally, I walked around all day with them and like so many teachers were like, you can hold them in the classroom if you want, but I didn't want to because yeah, like, no, you want, when you go to school and it's your birthday, you better know every, you want everyone to know it's your birthday. Yep. I'm carrying around a whole plate of cupcakes. Even if there's the one left, day. I'm like, oh, I just have to carry them. Yes. Like, I'll have to carry more gifts. Yeah. Ugh. Like wrapped around my arm. Like the, that birthday, 28 balloons, someone made me cupcakes, hella people brought me like, um, like hot cheetos and dr pepper was like my favorite snack duo so i got bottles literally bottle yeah. service like like liters two li- liters yeah literally two liter things oh my god i'm sorry i have no makeup on right now it just feels so good to touch my face lucky oh it feels so good um yeah i remember that one but i didn't have a party i don't i didn't really have birthday parties Oh, I remember my middle school party where oh, yeah. I had to beg my mom to like, we threw a party. A bash, birthday bash. Yes, a birthday bash in my garage. Yeah. And we all, we <laughs> who did we think we were? We went to the, we went to Champs in the mall and all got basketball shorts so we could literally shake our ass. I didn't go. Yeah. Huh? We mm-hmm. all were, we all have a picture. I think we have a picture. We're all wearing like bright orange basketball shorts so we could dance in my garage. There's no, I didn't, I do not recall going. I remember that party, but I don't remember. I remember going like alone. I don't think I like went to the champs thing. Re- no, we have, that's, remember we went and took pictures at the mall. Did we buy stuff? Yeah, we all matched. That I, Wait, was that the birthday that we took pictures? Also, we'll put that picture on our Patreon. Yes. We got to find it. I'm sure like Alicia has oh, it or something. Oh, I have right? it. I think. Yeah, we'll find the picture. We'll put it up on our Patreon, but, um, I don't remember shopping. We went to like JCPenney and like took like, like professional studio. studio photos for my birthday. Who the fuck? And you then we went and got- <laughs> My hair was how yours is right now. Yes. <laughs> and I think I'm on your back. <laughs> Guys, there's such awkward pictures. I can't wait to find them. But yeah, we went and got basketball shorts so we could like dance. Oh yeah. That was like when we learned how to shake our ass. Yeah. How, it was probably your 14th birthday. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I'd hope not any older. Why not? If, if anything, I'd hope not younger shaking our ass at 14. Honestly, that's nothing compared to the 14-year-olds nowadays. Right, and it, shaking our ass meant like 
like that. like this like like that yeah yeah like it wasn't like it wasn't full. like twerking or anything no it was just like however i did learn how to twerk at like age 10 my cheer coach missy she oh, taught like brie wow. liana me just taught us like literally put us on the track and was like all right you guys need to learn this <laughs> you need to learn this for school dances she was so right it equipped me for such a yeah beautiful adulthood um, shake my ass at that party didn't some someone's camera got stolen didn't someone get in a fight whose camera oh liana's camera was it liana's camera yeah liana's camera on her phone got stolen liana's phone got stolen Paige reed's camera got yes, stolen. yes 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 uh i swear cassie's did am i tripping i don't know that that party was like a shit show why was it like no it was like a kind of scandalous <laughs> like like we threw a party like it, it, oh uh are we too deep in this in what this conversation oh uh, it's all relative. One of my birthdays, I had a pool party. Remember my pool party? Oh birthday? my god! Wait, was that when Michael Jackson died? When we hurt? No, we were in your backyard. Yeah, no, that wasn't my birthday though. Okay. I think we, that was just like a summer day. Oh, I remember that. I I remember. Can we just the tell the story? Yeah, we were me, you. It was just me and you. In the I pool. swear there was a third person. I don't know. It could have been anyone. My one of my neighbors. We hung out with your neighbors. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we were in her pool. And her mom comes out and she's like, you guys are going to remember this day for the rest of your lives. <laughs> like it was just announced Michael she's Jackson like, died. Yeah. And we got out of the pool and we were just like, what? Like when you're young and you hear about like a big death that your parents care about, like, uh, like a pop culture death, it's like, you, you know, you should feel something, but you also right. don't really like, we weren't Michael Jackson fans or and anything. And you know, what's crazy is I don't even remember the day Prince died. Really? Yeah. I remember that. really sad. I really weirdly remember that. I remember celebrity deaths like really well for some reason. But yeah, I remember, we, I remember like the position I was in. Me in too. We were face, she came out on our right. Yes. That's what I remember. Like we were facing like the outside of the pool, like the gazebo. Yes. And she was like, girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Anyways, that pool party, my birthday. Yeah. Remember after we were sitting out on the grass in my front yard um, in a circle and we were like, who do you have a crush on? Who do you have a crush on? And I remember I said, uh, his, he was my seventh grade crush. Name drop. Mikey. Yeah. Um, was it seventh grade? Probably. Yeah. Cause we dated in seventh grade. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Or six. It was Am so I it was sixth grade and we dated for, so I looked at him and I said, I like Mikey. And he was sitting like right across from me. That was courageous. No, yeah. I don't even know if I do that today. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and after that we started dating that was the middle one that school. got one that got away 100 percent middle school dating but what's crazy is we broke up at the end of seventh grade mm -hmm. and then we got back together in high school for a minute that's Do you remember so that? cool to, yes yeah that's so cool to me like uh young relationships that get back together yeah we is, kind of just like randomly ran into each other i think at a high school party and we were like hey remember when we dated in middle school and, and then like, tried it again yeah and then we were like Oh, you're actually kind of cool. I love that. I think, did I ever do that? Oh my God. I did that with Nick. Yes. I did that with Nick. We dated when I was a freshman and then I think we tried again junior year. It was like right before Kelly. It was right before Kelly. I feel like I remember Kelly giving me shit for Nick being like, really? Dude, he's graduated. Like he's too <laughs> old. I think I remember that. I don't know. Do you guys even I care like, about this? I like to forget that you dated him. Yeah, he's cool. He's cute. Oh my God, he's so handsome. And he's an Aries, March 29th. Um, Mikey looks like Nick Jonas. Identical. Literally identical. Like, 
Should I hit him up? Honestly, yeah. Is he single? <laughs> Ooh. Alex is getting over cold. Yeah, last time you guys saw us, you saw how low energy I was with Brie and everything. Literally that night, I was like, I'm sick. Yeah. And I, I'm over it now, but I gave it to Alex. It was not COVID. Thank the Lord. No, we both got tested. Got tested. Um, I gave it to Alex. So, so. Yeah, I had a cold for the past two days. Getting over it now, so if you can kind of hear it in my voice, and I might cough a little bit, but... Phlegm. Phlegm. My phlegm didn't get, like, too bad, though. Mm-mm. It usually does. Like, my sinuses get fucked up. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. Um, uh, Speaking of last week, kind of... One of my, I think one of my weaknesses that you said was that I um, always cook with the heat on really high. And so this past week, I've been cooking with the heat on like three, four tops. And I swear to God, my food's better. Yep, because you're not (laughs) scorching it. You literally used to scorch it. And then the other day, she's or last night she's cooking. Excuse me. And she goes... You know, that this like low heat thi- little <laughs> trick you taught me really, really helps. And I was like, it's not a trick. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. Like, it's not like some like uh, gatekeeping trick by any means. <laughs> you just scorch your food. Yeah, I was just like heat. Like, I, you know what it is? Like, I like the flame to cover the whole pan. And when you have the heat lower, the circumference of the f- flame doesn't reach the edges it does though so the material of the pan absorbs the heat and it does disperse it i'm telling you your average folk don't know this come on guys well like sure the center will undeniably like by the laws of physics be hotter Mm -hmm. but the whole thing's still hot yeah think about when you touch the side of a pot when you're just having on a low simmer like it's it absorbs heat it's meant to be like right no, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, hey, this week has been life-changing. Like, when you cook eggs I and it gets s- stuck to the side of the pan. Right. It's because the side of the pan's hot. I sautéed onions and sweet peppers the oh other night. Oh, my God. It was actually so good, you guys. So good. And I really got, like, a nice caramelization and, like, everything was really soft and all the flavors yes. blended they, together. And they stayed there. Yes. It wasn't like, ooh, this is just only absorbed the salt because I scorched it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. It's so, literally yeah. science. That was a good takeaway from last week. I'm so proud of you. Um, the I forget, I forget the sauce I got. Garlic something from Trader Joe's, but it's like an Indian spice sauce. It's so fucking good, you guys. Um, what else? What type of week have I had? I feel like I've been kind of lazy. Um, that partly be, could be because of me, because all I do when I'm sick is just lay on the couch. Our whole house, yeah, like you and I both having an overlap sickness has been kind of lazy. However, also it's National Podcast Day. You what guys are going to Yeah, <laughs> you guys are hearing this on Monday, but today is Thursday the 30th and my mom texted me happy happy National Podcast Day. So, sick. Thanks. Cheers. Um, but I need to listen to this podcast. Liza sent it to me. Um, she said or it's called the title of it is called Is it laziness or a sign that you need to slow down? She said, yo, this is one of my best, most concise info-packed podcasts. This episode specifically spoke to my own anxiety limits and health boundaries and explains why it's important to embrace all of them, especially in the workplace, but also in the world place. I highly recommend listening to this puppy, a super easy one to listen to on a walk. Ooh. So I need to listen to Wait, that. what's the podcast? Uh, let me look at the name, like the, the people's. Life Kit. Love I've that. I've never heard of this. So shout out to Life Kit. Yeah. Oh my God. The most recent episode. It's FAFSA time. Here's how to apply for college financial aid. (sighs) Okay. Okay. 
here's the thing. What? Fitum. So we we both went to Fitum and they almost make it too easy to apply for FAFSA because I swear to God, it was like they emailed over some forms. I filled out these forms and sent them back. And it was like all of a sudden I had student loans. Yeah. But all of a sudden my parents had student loans. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't understand a single bit Me of it. Either. But now I'm paying back like over a thousand dollars a month in student loans. Yeah. And it's like they need to have way more informational like fucking seminars and or just something. Awareness. I didn't even right. know what it was. And like like you said it perfect they make it just like oh it's almost like they're like okay and sign here and sign here and yes. sign here and you're just like okay like and waiting like, for an explanation and you have to do it to go to the school right because unless you're able to pay thirty thousand a fucking quarter out of your pocket that's crazy go you but like it's just way too easy and i, I know it's not just fit them that makes that easy there's no and it's like when you're applying to go to school, you have thousands of forms on top of it. So this is just like buried in between you going to school in general. Yeah. So it's like, uh, so the fact that they have a podcast That's episode actually about good. it, sick. Can yeah. I listen to it? I'm not going to listen to it at all. I don't care to hear about <laughs> it anymore, but you guys That's should, true. if you are in the process of like applying for schools and stuff, just know what you're signing before you sign it. Like yeah. you're going to get butt fucked. It's just going to happen either way, but at least be aware of how you're getting butt fucked. Right. Life kit. How deep. That's cool. Life kit. Yeah. I'll listen to that. I have a cool, just quick two minutes. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) What is it? Um, I have a cool new uh, pickup line. Oh, yes. Uh, We went to a house party a little bit ago. And um, right before this. (laughs) That's what it sounded like, like a few hours ago. This morning. uh, A couple weekends ago. Um, And uh, da da da. Oh, I was talking to this guy. No, wait, I was talking to our friend group and then I turn around and there's this really cute guy and I like kind of like I turned this way and I tapped on his shoulder and I was like, hey, I was going to wear that outfit. And he was like, hold on. I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> Got his number. And then so glad. and then uh, a couple hours later, I did it again to someone else. I think it went to him. I was like, Alex. No. <laughs> No, no, no. I kind of want to, like, when he said that, I, first of all, I don't know, like, why those words came out of my mouth. It just, like, flowed. Yeah. Um. So I was like, hmm, maybe I'm onto something. So I tried it again to, like, this really cute guy who was sitting in the kitchen. And I was like, ooh, I like your jacket. He's like, thank you. And I was like, I was going to wear the same thing. And he was like, you have this jacket? <laughs> I was like, no, but it's sick. And if I had it, I'd wear it. And he was like, shit. And we like got to talking like normal conversation. God, that's so Got good. his number two. So if you ever need like a good uh, glass breaker, is that what it's called? Icebreaker. <laughs> Just blood everywhere. Glass Icebreaker. Um, or if you want to meet new people, tell them that you are going to wear what they're wearing. <laughs> is there a way we could translate this on a dating app? Like a specific picture and you're like, um, okay, I have that outfit. That's a good one. So, you know, the guy, I showed you him a little bit ago. He was wearing Suits. like this. No, no, no. Oh. I love him. Um, he was wearing this really big oversized jacket. It's like huge. Yes. The, it, like, the red funny. puffer. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I messaged him and I said, um, I said, oh my God, I'm wearing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes people like, it, it's, it's. 
so effortless for you, it makes them the slightest bit uncomfortable where they're immediately <laughs> they're like, vulnerable. Yes. Immediately, like, they have to just, like, guard down. And they're like, hold on, you have this? Yeah. Because you're so confident in saying that, like... Because it's such a normal thing if it was the truth. Right. So- but... <laughs> maybe i'm just a pathological liar oh i am for sure so i support this oh do you want some water yeah no i have my own i actually i've been not drinking any water this is all the water i've had today guys this is like come on i have not been drinking water for like a long time now anyway um let's get into into it let's get into shit well before that what are you wearing what's your song of the day um nothing special i'm not wearing anything special good old walmart crew neck um these socks actually oh my god i thought the yellow <laughs> on your tip of your toe was like something i was like ew sorry um these are brandy socks from like oh. 2013 those are cute 2014 so yeah uh oh and i have little clippies in my hair they're cute very like it's, wednesday adams yeah adams family um speaking of adams family it's october by the time they listen to this, it's October. Oh, I was like, no, it's not. That's so cool. Well, today's the last day of yeah, not October. Um, uh, my birthday month's over. Sorry. Shit. Now it's Liana's. Oh, yeah. And Kim Kardashian's. Um, <laughs> they have the same birthday. Uh, speaking of Halloween, I'm wearing a spooky shirt because I thought tis the season. This is a Fright Fresh shirt from like 2018, 2019. Remember we went to Six Flags in Vallejo? No, that's and I from- bought this. I swear it was there. Yes, that's where you got it from. But it's when we went for Liana's birthday, like 2019. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because it wasn't 2020. Was it 2020? No. No. It was shut down. Right. It would have been shut down at least. Um, yeah, spooky. It glows in the dark. And then I'm wearing black socks because they're spooky. Actually, when we went, that was like one of the first times you saw Tanner in a yeah. really long time. That was. Remember his haircut? No. <laughs> it was just so short. No, his hair was really long. Remember when he used to brush his hair? That's what it yeah, that's and like what it was didn't because like Tanner has like nice curly hair, yeah, like very very like very curly, and he used to brush through it and then like and like cut it short. Yeah, it's None just of like you guys care because <laughs> they're like who's Tanner? I don't even know. They don't even know what he looks like. So like us talking right. about his appearance. Literally also matter. for new people, fuck. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> just, Welcome. Just ask your partner next to you in class uh uh song of the the day day. Ooh, mine is also guys we figured out today oh my god i'll take responsibility okay i was gonna say should we keep it neutral here or what well you know it's both of our faults i was gonna say you didn't hold me accountable right and i could have been doing it too fair Um, so we we realized realized that we have not been adding any of season two songs to apple i've every time music. i add it i only add it to spotify because i only use spotify so the apple playlist is blank probably it has maybe like, has one like one week's worth wow. maybe okay so we'll sorry. we'll update that sorry guys um, will, will we though you know no we will yes mm. we will will you <laughs> yes i will okay um <laughs> yeah we'll have everything up to date on both apple music and spotify all these songs that we say which is um Oddvice podcast season two songs my song of the day is um ain't together by king princess uh, uh i love king princess she's yeah fucking badass she's really cool there's a line that says uh like we say 
I love you, but we ain't together. And I was like, ouch. Because <laughs> I like. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> that line is kind of basic. <laughs> like, it's also the whole song. <laughs> right, yeah. It's literally like the title. It's, I thought song. it was good. <laughs> There's a part of the song where she says, we're not together. It's just like, mm, rain the heart. <laughs> So the whole song does that to you. Yeah, the whole I like the meaning. Um, but it's about how she's like, let's just like cut the bullshit and like yeah. get together. I don't necessarily like identify with that, but I like <laughs> you know, I'll tell you when King you're older. Princess is great. She's good. What's your song of the day? My song of the day is Music Sounds Better With You by Neil Francis. You know it. I swear you this is already a song of the day. Not mine. Hmm. Neil Princess? Neil Francis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think in King Princess. <laughs> Guys, we're super giggly today, and I don't know why. I don't know why either. Okay, um, there's a song of the day that'll be on uh, Spotify and Apple Music <laughs> at some point. Um, yeah, before we get into everything, we're actually going to take a quick break for our sponsors. The reason we eat and the lights are on. <laughs> So our first sponsor today is Bev, and Bev is a canned wine company that's female-owned, operated, and ran, founded. They're just fucking badass. Yeah. Um, We had Brie here this past week, our friend Brie, if you saw last week's episode, and she, uh, we went out a couple nights, and our pregame, we were like, fuck it, let's do wine. So we did these canned wines, and they're like super fizzy and fun, and it was like a really fun way to get into our night. For sure. I feel like pre-gaming with wine is definitely an underrated thing. Yes. It's people think like, oh, like I'm just going to like wind in. But no, I no. think it's so good for like a party. Like it's it's a fun drunk. Especially like I realized, especially like in a can. I feel like when you're holding a wine glass, it's like. Oh, you, like, oh. like exactly. Yes. Um, so the fact that it's in a can, I was I felt like I was drinking like. Like a seltzer, like a like, spike seltzer. Yes. Yeah. So it was like super casual and like. I felt like I could, yeah, I felt like I could like party, you know? Yeah, for sure. I also appreciate that, like, when you open a bottle of wine, now the bottle's open. Yes. The cans, it's like, you don't have to worry about glasses. Like, it's, you open it, you drink it yourself. Like, there's no mess. It's easier to store, like, just little tiny cans in your fridge. It's really good. You can recycle it. My favorite is the Pinot Gris. Definitely. What's your favorite? Um, the Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. I so I'm allergic to red wine, so I always go for whites, and I'm really glad this one hit because right. like I don't have a lot of options when it comes right. to that. So the Sauvignon Blanc is so fire. They also have a rose, a Pinot Noir, and then a glitz and glam. Haven't tried cute. that one though. Yeah. No, so cute. Packaging's really cute too. Also, each can is zero sugar, three mm. carbs, and hundred calories. So you don't feel as bad yeah the sugars always like get to me oh yeah that that's the epitome of a hangover you guys can we all just sugar. talk about that like it's sugar yeah so if you could stay away from sugar you usually go the next day sick but don't let the low calorie and sugar count fool you each can is actually worth a glass and a half of wine so like turn the fuck up oh. <laughs> uh yeah the 24 packs is actually equal to eight bottles of wine it's fucking crazy to me. so much <laughs> uh but the four packs are like super cute for gifting a little or just like pack. you're going to a pregame. Yeah. Like you don't like want to bring it to like a picnic date. So cute. Four pack. <sighs> so cute. Cute. Bev also ships straight to your doorstep and shipping is always free. Nice. And if you need it now and you don't care to get it delivered, they also sell in Target, Total Wine, BevMo, and so many more locations. If you guys want to check it out, we've worked out a special deal for our listeners. Receive 20% off your first purchase plus free shipping on all orders. 
We suggest trying their best-selling ladies' night variety pack so you can check out all their delicious varieties. Go to drinkbev.com slash advice or use code advice at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash advice. Thanks, Bev. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp. So let's talk therapy. We talk about this every episode, you guys. And therapy is very intimidating. I get it. It We get it. It could be hard to take, you know, the initiative to even find a therapist or to go in and be face to face with somebody, a stranger, if that it could be really, really scary. So BetterHelp is amazing because it's professional therapy done online securely from the comfort of your own home or anywhere you want to bring your laptop, I guess. Yeah. What's great about BetterHelp is they offer services worldwide and they have a broad range of expertise that you might not find locally. So that's like a great option. For sure. Also, if you find that you're not a match with your first therapist, you it's super easy and free to switch therapists if you need to. That's really nice because finding your therapist is hard alone and it could be so hard and like you don't want to feel like you feel guilty. Yeah. You, you don't want to feel stuck with someone. Yeah. I love if that. they're not a fit. Yep. Another really cool benefit is it's not just one time a week at a certain hour. You can really message your therapist at any time and they get back to you in a timely manner. And above all, it's way more affordable than traditional offline therapy. And there's also financial aid available, which is amazing. Yeah, that's great. Visit betterhelp.com slash advice, that's H-E-L-P, and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This is a special offer for advice listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash advice. Thanks, Thanks BetterHelp. Help. Go to therapy. All right, everybody. Let's talk about some shit. Okay. Uh, as you can tell by the title, we're going to talk a little bit about social media. Chung chung media. Um, the effect it has on mental health, the realistic side of professionals in the space. Um, a little bit of everything. We kind of just, yeah, we're about to vibe right now. Yeah, we, as always, don't have like a full <laughs> map out for this episode, but we're just going to talk about it because it's something I think we could both talk on very easily. I think a lot of people can talk about social media now. It's such a part of our yeah. humanity. Oh my God, there's a bug. Oh my God, there's a bug. Anyway, um, yeah, this is... I'm surprised we haven't had a social media episode, actually. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I think because honestly, not that I'm not excited for this episode. I'm actually very excited for this episode, but I don't like to talk about social media. Yeah. Like, when people like ask, I'm just like, I have to live it all the time. Like, so I've really enjoyed how we've made this podcast more like worldly, like emotional, just yeah. bigger outside of very surface level things. But, but like. It is, it's honestly, social media is not even that surface level anymore, which we'll get into. Like yeah. it has deeply affected the human mind so much more than just like, like Visco. Right. So it's just, it's worth talking about. And, um, we asked you guys on discord and was it Ashley who there oh, it was, I forget who, but somebody, um, suggested this and I was like, this is such a good topic. So yeah. let's talk social media. Okay. So this podcast topic came at a very like kind of perfect time a couple days ago I posted on my personal YouTube channel um I did a little revamp of our half bath oh you guys it's so cute it's so cute please go watch it if you haven't already like it's so fucking cute but um fun video it was sponsored the video is sponsored um a lot of my videos are sponsored and um let me just read the comment and I'll get into the explanation here 
But I got a comment and it was just one of those days where I was like, I'm going to respond to this one. Like sometimes I get comments and honestly, 90% of the time I get comments and I just read them and I scroll by. But this one I was like, I think I need to actually stand my ground here. Mm -hmm. So the comment reads, I feel like you only make videos when you get a sponsorship, LOL. I said, I don't know how much this will make sense typed out, but you're not wrong. I've had a creative burnout for years now, and I tend to only feel motivated and validated in the quality of my content when I'm given a structure, like a brand deal with certain guidelines. I try every day to think of new ideas, but often fall short when my confidence steps in. I wish I had the confidence to just vlog my day to day and whatnot, but I feel like all my ideas aren't good enough. Also, this is not a cry for, or, sorry, this is not a self-pity cry whatsoever. Just giving insight to where I'm at creatively. Thank you for your support either way. They responded very nice. They said, I understand. I'm sorry if I came off wrong. I'm a stranger. So the fact that you took time to write out how you feel so your audience can understand speaks volumes. I hope you know that regardless of what you put out into the world, your mark will always remain. You don't need validation from myself or anyone for that matter. You've already made that mark. Keep striving. And I hope that soon you feel the motivation you felt in the past. Have a great day. Stay up. Um, such a nice comment back. That was actually really well written. I loved it. Yeah. So I chose to respond to this, you know, I'll categorize it, this hate or this negative comment, because like I said, I, I actually had a perspective that I felt I need to share. Um, I actually have even thought about like maybe even doing like a dedicated video to it and kind of just like speaking out because I know I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Like I read it to my friend Lily, who's also in the creative, like the creator space. And she was like, dude, you worded it perfectly. Um, I think it is a common thing you see, especially nowadays, that the social media creator is an occupation. You see a lot of just sponsored videos, sponsored videos. Um, it is our livelihood. I make zero money off YouTube. My AdSense is so low. It doesn't even, it doesn't even pay for like fucking groceries. Like it's my, I don't make money on YouTube because, because my content, because probably because I cuss, probably because I talk about weed and it's all things that I could edit out and make money for, but then I wouldn't be giving but you guys me. Yeah. So not a, again not like I just I'm gonna I'm gonna say this so many times it's gonna be fucking annoying this whole episode is not a pity cry anything I talk about with my perspective of my job good or bad is not for pity it is not for praise I'm just giving you insight on my reality anyway I decided to respond to this comment because I actually had something to say and I was explaining it to Alex too because Alex is so used to me just being like ah oh, fuck it I'm just not gonna respond but I responded because I'm finally at a point where like it doesn't hurt me anymore. These comments from exterior forces, whether it's a physical, something about something physical, what are just any criticism, I genuinely don't care anymore. I used to say I didn't care, but I still did. But now I actually have an open mind to it. But I responded because I was like, maybe, just maybe I can show this person the emotion and the humanity behind screen yeah behind my you know reasoning or whatever that my comment back whatever you want to call it and kind of hold a mirror to them for them to see the um what their actions what they think like i can't even think like the fact that you do see it right and what they what they thought that comment would do and maybe just explain my side because like even before that comment that's something that i literally every Every time I put out a sponsored anything, I have guilt. I'm like, oh my God, people are going to be like, oh my God, like stupid. She's only does sponsorship. But I will say like the content you integrate with sponsorships, which is like 
uh, sometimes it's not integrated well at all by other creators. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really good. And I feel like you, the fact that you completely redid our whole house and like that could have been a video on its own, but you just so happened to have a sponsorship yeah. that helped you with a small portion of redoing our room. Right. Like you're Thank still you. show Yes. Like I, I want you to know that like the content that you put out there, even if it is sponsor sponsored, it's still very much you. Yeah. Like you showed your creativity. You showed your ability to change a space. Mm-hmm. Like you showed our reactions. You showed, you showed a lot more about you than just like, Hey, this is Use a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, um, I also, and we can move on to the next subject after this. I feel like it, it's not, I want to talk about other people's relationship with social media too, but, um, I, on my personal platform and us as a duo on advice, we, me, everything about us only takes sponsorships that are true to us. Yes. This is, this is not a flex. This is not anything other than just giving you insight. I have turned down thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars because I'm like, yeah, you have budget, but like, I'm not going to promote something I just don't believe in because people see through that. Yeah. You guys see through it. I know you do like more and more every day now that the social media influencers becoming a population itself. Like I know people see through it and that's, and I'm not putting down creators that do that. A lot of people look at social media as a job and it is, and they look at it as a way to get that check and kind of a, um, a character they put on. A lot of people treat social media as a version of themselves I personally do not. So I'm speaking on me. I, it is me. My, my job is so unfiltered me while it's also the way I make money. Yeah. So that's why I never won't like that's a reason monetization. That's what led you to comment back to this person is because the comment in general is assuming that you don't, you don't live by that rule. Right. And it's like, hold on. You've only showed your true raw self on the internet. That's the only rule I live by is right. authenticity. So I feel like it's good that you stepped in and said that and maybe gave some insight that um, the things that other people say on the internet like and leave comments could be wrong. And yeah. the fact that you took it like luckily you are in the place where you can read a comment like that and like very thoughtfully write like type out how you're feeling but like some people would take those comments like so to heart and like completely shut down and like can't handle that kind of hate on the internet let's talk about that i mean i've been there i was only there freaking 20 minutes ago like it's it's very very relatively recent that i'm able to just read things and not internalize them um but that's it's also normal and human to take things to heart and it does hurt. And, um, this isn't me saying like, come comment shit. Cause it's not going to hurt me. Cause please don't. It's also, it's still going to hurt me if there's too much, but like people who aren't even creators, there's a lot of cyber bullying for just people on social media period. There's a lot of confidence behind the keyboard that these trolls have. And, um, people really need to understand the gravity of even a typed out sentence. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird thing. Cause a really, really common argument I see from the lack of a better word, the bully side is like, well, you put it out there so I can say what I want about it. 
okay, I do kind of get that. To an extent, sure. Freedom of speech, you plead it, whatever. But well, if you... Like, why do you need like, to say if you, like, like, if you don't... The thing is, is like is talking specifically like a YouTube video, for example. Yeah. If you don't like something... Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. Right. Just don't watch it. Like, it, you don't go to a movie and, like, yell at the screen, like, yo, this fucking sucks. I hate this movie. Wouldn't you, like, if you hated a movie that bad, wouldn't you get up and walk out of the movie theater? Right. I've done that. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't message the director. But pe- some people would, Alex. <sighs> Especially with social media, because now you can message a director you can quite literally like dm a director of a movie and be like yo your work sucks god you know it it, i i that sigh right there was just kind of exhaustion because in a way like it's never gonna stop the hate's never gonna stop but that's why we want to talk about it because i think maybe we can give ways to not let it affect you as much Mm because the the haters are always going to be there no matter the industry too no matter what life is going to be you know, there's going to be a portion of people who just want to bring you down. But what's your peach quote? It could be the sweetest peach in the world, but there's still going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches. Amen. Oh, yeah. There's you could not like peaches, but maybe don't scream at the top of your lungs. I hate peaches. Just agree to disagree. Um, I think just don't touch the peach. Just don't literally just like (laughs) move on from the fucking peach tree. Yeah. Tree. Or is peach it bushes? Tree. I don't know. That's a street name for sure. Peach Tree. Yeah, Peach Tree Lane. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody who lives on that is watching this and they're like, close their laptop. They're like, fuck. Um, so something that we could say to kind of help with like taking those hateful comments. Um, and I'm not, I, we're breaking the narrative of just an influencer now, just from your bully or from anybody online. Getting hate from anything. Yeah, it's it's really hard to read because in a way like you can avoid confrontation in person. If you know, somebody's about to start talking to you, you can literally, you can plug your fucking ears. You can walk away online. It's posted. You kind of read it. And it's one of those things where you're almost like, I wish I didn't read that. I wish I didn't read that, but you already did. And your brain already took it in. Um, at the end of the day, just the troll trolls and shit. I've just got to the point where I'm like, they quite literally like know nothing about me. Yeah. And I know nothing about them and it's just a reflection of them. This is so oversaid though, which is kind of annoying, but it's so true. Like projection is such a thing. Well, and one thing that I find that's really helped me like take the validity away from troll comments is I feel most, if not every time that you respond or I respond to hate, um, they'll come back immediately and say, I'm sorry, I didn't think you'd read that. Even the one I just read. Like, granted, that response back was actually really, really nice. And yes. like, I love that person. I have all love for that person. But I've had things where it's like, oh my God, I didn't know you'd respond. I love you. And I'm like, if like, thank you for your support. But like, why did you say that then? Yeah. A lot of it is for reaction. So if that alone can kind of help tailor your reaction right. back, don't give them what they want. Yeah, don't give them what they want. And if, if you know that in your head, like they're looking for a reaction out of me, they're only saying this because they think I'm not going to see it yep. and they they're here. So they support me in some capacity. Right. Like that kind of chips away at the validity of the actual comment itself. Right. Um. So that's like a that's something that like I've kept in my head when I get any kind of like 
you talk in circles or you say like a lot and yeah. like yeah oh I fucking do. we say like so much <laughs> like we should do a like count i just said it three times like like like, <laughs> yeah. like again. we get it literally don't give a fuck um we're born and raised in california we can't literally can't help it um i love that though i almost sometimes i <laughs> i get the ick where i'm like ew they literally were sat there and like typed that out and we're like yeah we, like backspace like rewrite yes. that like they literally went you were probably like eating a chip and like your mom probably like called your name when you did that and you're typing a hate comment like yeah just don't watch the fucking video unfollow the person the unfollow button and the mute button like that is a magic wand in this world nowadays mute don't be afraid to mute people. don't be afraid to mute let's talk about curating your feed and like maybe not following the things that might make you feel bad and um like a big thing for me is following making like I don't do it anymore but there was a point where I was following women specifically with like these itty bitty like Laguna Beach ass bodies and I was like and it made motivation no no because their skeletons didn't even look like mine. They were also fucking 5'11". Right. And like a completely different nationality than me. And a on different top of diet it, than me. It's social media. So the chances that it was edited are very high. Probably 99.9% Percent. chance. Chance. That it's edited. Yes. So looking at these things that you're like following it and you're like, oh, this is my dream body. Um, this is going to be my motivation. I'm going to hang this up in my room. For that split second, yeah, it might be your motivation, but come the next day when you wake up and you look at it and then you realize like, hold on, that's not my body. You're only going to like turn that negativity in on yourself yep. and you're going to spit mean hate at yourself and say, why am I not like this? Why don't I look like that? How Like, how come I'm not doing these things to look like that? And yeah. it's like, that's, that's no longer motivated. That's the opposite of motivation. Mm-hmm polar opposite it's it's so important to um you know if you if you feel poisoned by social media often but you also know you like okay like so many people when I say like sometimes I just hate social media they're like why don't you just get off even if I wasn't a creator like generally speaking social media is a part of like society now Mm -hmm. and it's 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 we all have to get used to it yeah it's a way to get news um, a lot of jobs use it. There, it, it just the internet in general is something that you at least want to be a little sound with. And mm-hmm. obviously all of you guys listening are, cause you're probably listening on a streaming platform or watching on YouTube. Hello. Um, but I say that I bring this up because so many people are like, just like shut it out. Then I don't think cold Turkey, this is a very general statement because this isn't necessarily apply to everything, but generally I don't think cold Turkey is a good way to cut out anything. Um, I think it's, can be a form of running away sometimes, but like, that's another thing. So curating your feed is a way to still stay involved in something because there's also so many beautiful parts about social media. There's yeah. so much fun. The the humor on TikTok, it just makes you laugh all night. Like there's, uh, pop culture trends that are hilarious, like all that. It, there's so much beauty too, connecting with people across the world. And like, there's so much beauty in that. So I think there's no need to throw it away completely. And well, it's just unrealistic. Exactly. It's unrealistic. So curating your feeds to things that are healthy and empowering. Make you smile. Make you laugh. Remind you of so-and-so. 
Um, look at it as like, if we're fucking talking TikTok, look at it as your for you page. Yes. Like every time I'm sitting next to Brie, I realize her whole feed is dogs. Yes, it is. Her oh whole God, feed is, is dogs. Is. Um, and we, that makes her happy mm-hmm. and it's her and it like, it makes fucking sense. Yes. And then like, I look at your feed and it's all cooking and it's. Pete it, Davidson edits. Right. Right. Makes Cure, me happy. To make your, like, think of social media or anything on the internet or your phone or people you follow or contacts that you st- are still in touch with. Yeah. Make sure it's actually for you and yeah. not, like, who you think you might want to be or... Who you should who, be. Right. Listening or looking at or supporting. Right. That's another thing. Like, uh, big people in the social space who have a shit ton of followers and then you meet someone and they don't know who they are and you're like, what? How do you not know them? They're on, they're all over social media, but it's like... Not my social media. Right. And not every fucking person has to follow that person. Yes. That's that's a whole other thing. There's so much entitlement in this space where people are like, you don't know who I am. And yeah. it's like, no, I don't. And don't take that offensively, but I'm just not your consumer. Yep. And that's okay. I still love you though. Oh God, that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah, I love that. I think I loved how you brought like the tech of for you, of the for you page, but in real life, like yeah. even past social media, you're right. Even the posters you hang on your wall, people you talk to, I think that's so smart. Um, that's something that Instagram does not do. No. TikTok well, does it really well. My explore page is like, doesn't really make that much sense to be honest so i notice a lot i get a lot of friends stuff of course you do from the show friends um but recently um i haven't really talked about this but i have always wanted to get my lips done Mm -hmm. and because when i smile my upper lip tucks under and it's an insecurity of mine. Mm-hmm. I've thought about a lip flip. I've thought about injections, whatever. Yep. Um, and I've been looking at companies in LA, literally just like companies in LA. Right. And now my whole explore page is before and afters oh. of plastic surgery. Whoa. Yeah. And it's uh. like, and now like I look at these and I'm like, shit, do I need a nose job? No. I know but but it's like like this is the rabbit hole that Instagram puts you in yeah as you look at one company of shoes and now you're looking at like whole your whole feed is this one thing yeah and it's like it takes so much to change it so recently I've been going like I said I have like some friends edits Mm -hmm. in in my explore page so I'll go and I'll click on them and like I'll go through so that more and more of that pops up so just like curate your feed to be the good side of it yep i know tiktok you can do this i'm oh you can do this on instagram too if you like hold down a post you can say like not interested in this type of content yeah love that you can block words from your fee feed love that i have that like it's it's so the tools are there you just got to learn how to use them and um yeah the instagram thing though i think TikTok is so clearly a unedited, funny, raw, like off the cuff app. Not even just in its humor, even like singing videos. People are just like sitting on their bed or in their car. There's people, there's literally, I've seen TikToks of people having like anxiety attacks and it's about mm-hmm. spreading awareness about it. And I love it. It's so raw. It's so raw. And I love that TikTok really pushes that. Um, but Instagram still doesn't. I feel like Instagram still has that like, 
perfect edited mentality. So they push you things that are still more mainstream. Right. They don't really care to push something because there's, we've all seen the TikToks on our for you page that have like 14 likes and you don't follow the person, but it's like, I appreciate that they're still pushing like smaller, smaller accounts. accounts and things that it doesn't matter how liked or viewed it is it's just relevant to your algorithm right i think that's so great and, and you know instagram um, doesn't do that well on instagram now they're starting to put people that you don't follow in your regular feed yes not even explore page in your actual feed i noticed that i was like i follow this person and then you don't no it's not even sponsored it's just like a random post and mm -hmm. it's like why are you why are you pushing this to me yeah what's your at like what what do you think I want to see and how can I change what I'm doing on the internet to give you the correct information that is going to push something that will actually make me happy? Yep. I, with that, the reason behind so much of the algorithm on any app is money. They want to push Brands. things and people with high influence that might have something coming out in a few weeks that will push to you and you'll go buy it. It's all about money. And I wish, I wish whoever had the magic wand for social media can edit the, like the algorithm in a way where I understand it's, it's a very like big monetary platform it's like i said it's how i make my money it's how we make money on this like we're not I'm discrediting not saying, that no all. that doesn't need to go away it's a full job in itself it, it's jobs beyond the creator too. management um marketing agencies that have a full social media uh department like it has given so many jobs to the world and i don't think it should go away i just think we as humans and as ceos they need to also realize how much social media has impacts emotionally mm -hmm. and to the brain and just like mental health wise and maybe just take that into consideration a little bit and stop trying to push things that quite literally have nothing to do with the consumer you know it could be toxic this this is making me think this is why facebook has been so successful for so long mm -hmm. because they're so community driven and it's all about like groups that you follow it's all about people that you're friends with so like when i you don't go on facebook at all but to your point like they own instagram then fucking move that over right but like maybe they're trying to keep it separate maybe they're drawing this line and making that line thicker for a reason okay facebook is like community. the bigger community um, it's all about like, if you become friends with someone, you're fr like, you can follow people on Facebook, but like your feed is full of like who you're friends with. So like I request to be your friend on Facebook and we're both each other's friends. So like mm -hmm. I can like follow big influencers, but my everyday feed is only who I'm friends with. Oh, so it's two different meanings. Yes. A follower and a friend. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So I would separate. love if Instagram kind of like close friends. Yes. Close friend story. I wish there was a close friends feed. Yes. TikTok there is. Is you there? That? You can post things to just your friends. Like full ass TikToks to just your friends. See, Come why on, is it? Like, yeah. I'm over this shit. And the thing is, is like we're kind of hounding Instagram right now because it is the biggest pl platform. For our generation. Right. For our, yes. Heavily for our, our generation. Um, so I was thinking about something earlier too, where like, we're talking about social media as a very like organic being authentic thing. We're talking about the people who 
edit the pictures and all that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that though. And hear me out on this. I'm not talking about the impact of what those things do to other people, but the act itself of releasing this curated feed and this perfect feed. Um, obviously it depends person to person because there's some people who do it out of love of aesthetics. And there's some people who do it because they're so out of touch of their own reality that they want to just put out this perfect edited face. They're obsessed with what other people. Yeah. It's really hard to know them. Right. It's hard to know like person to person what their intention is behind that. However, something to take into consideration is some people do look at social media, especially creators, some creators, some people look at social media as a form of expression. Mm -hmm. And I've even heard from people, creators say like, yeah, I do put out only the good shit. Because that's what Instagram is for me. And you have to kind of respect that. 100%. You know, like the when themes used to be a big thing. Yeah. Like and that. like the colored like right. feed. Yes. Like <laughs> full aesthetics was such a big thing in like 2016, 2017, as we all remember. And that like there was fun and beauty and innocence behind that. And I think there's health behind that. And there's like that's okay to do. It's just... I, I think I'm just saying this point is maybe like if you're somebody who's like a product of taking in those beautiful facades as like um, a hit to yourself for not being like good enough, try and remember like, hold on, that might be what they're posting, but that's not their reality because I'm telling you, it's not. Like even being an authentic creator and a lot of my peers are really authentic creators, even the shit you see on my Instagram is not authentic. There's so many pictures that I'm sitting on my couch having the shittiest day ever. And I just post it because I'm like, I just want to like feel productive because like posting on Instagram to me is a form of productivity. Yeah. And like, even that's what I'm trying to say here is like, even your most authentic faves still post on shit days, but still looks like it's an okay to great day. I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. Just it's such like a one-sided window. Yeah, it's wait no double-sided mirror. <laughs> one-sided window. Double-sided mirror is what I meant to say. Gotcha. Um, I think it's at the end of it. Like we're never gonna be able to control how we want it. Like what we just preached about Facebook, all that. There's so many people that would totally see the other side of that and be like, no, it needs to be like, it's the new billboard of today. It's the new news of today, which is all true too. So there's so much argument here and I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. So let's definitely set that up for Friday's episode for the Patreon exclusive or just down in the comments below. I'd love to hear your opinions on this, but I say all this because at the end of the day, all you can do is protect yourself. Yes. So just however you look at it, just remember to protect your energy and your response to it and that's all you can do. That's all you really do have control of. Right. Um, we, to kind of shift gears a little bit, we got a comment on Patreon. It was a question and we talked about it in Friday's episode. Um, someone had asked if I ever got jealous of your work schedule and like you having more of a lenient work schedule. And it was kind of interesting because A, yes, it's really fucking cool that you... Um, have a super lenient work schedule but I think and this is an assumption on my part but I think where that comes from the question in general is that you get to work whenever you want and you also don't have to work whenever you don't want right um but that's false so false um (laughs) do you want to talk a little bit about that like yeah uh well 
answer your side of it because the question was to you okay so people so, people who don't didn't hear the answer on friday's episode right so i said at first i said yeah it's really cool that you don't have to work um you can wake up in the morning and like you can have your normal day and like you uh don't have to clock in and clock out mm -hmm. as you will yeah. whereas i work a standard eight to five um but then I was like, as I started to like go through my answer, I was like, wait, but I work better on an eight to five schedule. I'm lucky that I get to walk into work, get into, get my head into work mode and then walk out of work and not think about work again. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very structured person and I'm right. very thankful that my work schedule matches that because yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be productive if it weren't for that. Um, right. And we talked a little bit about, uh, going on vacation mm -hmm. and how if I I'm planning on going on a two week taking two weeks off at some point in the coming months and when I take those two weeks off I yes I have to request them and yes they have to be approved and I have to work ahead of time to make sure I have all my things in line before I take those two weeks off but once I take those two weeks off I clock out I don't think about work for those full two weeks and then I clock back in after my two week vacation that I went on and not had to like worry about work mm -hmm. and then I get back into work yeah but if you decide to take a two week vacation your work doesn't stop no so um yeah the grass definitely isn't greener like when we were answering this question on that episode like at first, everything on the other side always looks prettier and you always want what you don't have. But yeah. like there's and, sorry, what? no, I was going to say there's good and bad to both sides. And I feel like for the influencer space specifically, a lot of people don't see the bad. Not at all because we don't put it out there. Um, but a little bit of insight, like back to the vacation analogy. Sure, I can. Tomorrow I can wake up and go somewhere if I want. But it's never, um, again, none of this is a pity thing. I'm just throwing, I'm just giving you guys insight. It's, and someone fucking asked. True. <laughs> um, it's not like I go and I'm just on vacation, not thinking about anything. With social media as your job, it's 24-7. There's, there's days where, sure, I might not be doing anything. Like today I woke up, I went to Pilates, I went and got lunch with a friend, but then I got home, recorded an episode, came here, recorded this episode. When I go home, I need to edit that one to post tonight. Like I'll probably be up to like 1 a.m., which is fine. It's just that's just the type of night I'm going to have. Or there's days where I wake up super early because I need to get something something in before like 11. There's so, so much inconsistency to where like, yes, there's flexibility as far as like I don't have to clock in, clock out. But I also never get to clock out, period. Right. Ever, 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 ever. And um, another question Alex asked me as a follow-up to that was like, okay, but have you ever thought about like just going and like actually not doing work and taking a trip and actually like not looking at the email, all that? I can't. I I mean, sure, I, I can. I can if I really wanted to. You could do anything if you really wanted to. But something I would consider that I probably wouldn't um it would sway you gamble. to not yeah because i'll get into that in a sec but something i would consider is like if a brand hits me up or hits my manager up and is like hey we want to do this deal for this much 
send us a creative by 4 p.m. today. If you, if you don't send that creative in time, they're moving on to the next person and you've now lost that opportunity. And a lot of this industry is, you know, off the cuff connections, doing things at strategic timing for your brand as a whole. Like it's, it's very like on your toes the whole time. So that's something I would potentially forfeit if I did decide to take time off, um, when I don't necessarily need to. So for example, next week or two weekend, two weeks, I'm going to New York by myself. I decided to take a solo trip. I like to do that every once in a while, especially New York. It's so fun. It's so fun alone. It's like main character vibe. <laughs> um, and I'm so fucking excited, but part of me is also like, damn, I should probably vlog it. Like it's probably going to be a really cool trip. And last time I went, I vlogged it and people did really like it. And but then I'm also like, you're going because you want to decompress on a solo trip. So don't work. But then I'm also like, I should because it's a great video and it's part of my life. And I wouldn't be able to do it without vlogging in my job and this whole space. So I also feel like I need to like it's like a duty. Excuse me. I'm burping. Um, yeah, it's this. Now I'm just kind of like stream of consciousness. You guys are seeing like the way my brain goes in this stuff. But the grass is not greener. The the the. If I can lay it out black and white, which I technically can, this is such a big subject, but to give you insight in my opinion, I did work the nine to five. I was in the corporate world for God years, like three, four years right out of, um, what's the word? High school. High school. Oh my God. I couldn't think of the fucking word. <laughs> like all of college. Like I've, I've had the, the nine to five jobs, the salary jobs and generally like generally very actually kind of not that generally very literally speaking my mental health was so much better when I had the nine to five the structure like at least for me but I do feel like generally humans like you hear like self-help books and like the most successful people like structure is something that the human mind does really thrive with structure repetition habitual things it's it's something you thrive with and it's something you don't or at least for me I don't really have in my job now and I crave it that's why I constantly I want like a life coach or I want an assistant that like you know lays out my schedule for me I I'm itching for that structure that I don't yeah. I haven't had for six years do you feel like it's changed like the way you look at productivity absolutely I'm never productive enough I feel guilty all the time all the time I always am like I could be doing more but then it, it's this loop that I literally wake up and I'm like I know I need to do xyz but I don't feel good today Mm -hmm. I'm having a bad day but then I'm also like shut up bitch because when you had those days back when you had your nine to five you still got up and you went to work but then I'm also like you didn't have those days as much when you had your nine to five because you had a structured life and now you have the ability to lay in bed because it's your schedule allows for it. Right. But it's like, then I feel guilty that I'm not getting up. It's an endless cycle. I deal with it every fucking day that I wake up. And I don't know how this is going to come off to the common person. I know you get it because you understand my job through and through. I just like wish people saw what I see. It's hard. Like it's hard to not like you keep saying, I don't want this to be like pity. Like, no no please, it's no. just giving you guys it's just giving insight. like we get it people have it way harder than oh my god yeah but way fucking harder it's just it's the sole fact that a majority thinks all you do is post a picture and that's it yep and it's like i think it would give some people insight and it would stop the hate comments if they saw that like 
your day, your mental health is, uh, how do I say this? Shit. It's, well, I was going <laughs> to, the word that came to mind was plummeted. Honestly, go ahead. But like, but like your mental health has taken a toll, a big toll. Yes. Um, whoa. <laughs> um, your mental health has taken a really big toll and um, what people don't see is that your mental health has taken a really big toll and it's, there's so much more to the job than what they think. So if they so much. think about, hold on, maybe she is actually working, which fucking light bulb, she is working. Light bulb. <laughs> um, then they won't write that comment where it's just like, you don't do shit all day. All you do is post on Instagram. Yeah. No. And it, it boils my blood because like, I see how hard you fucking work and I wish other people saw it too. Thank you. Oh my yeah. God, you thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Times a million. It's just like, I wish I was talked about more. I feel like all yeah. creators need to talk about this more. You know who does? Uh, I noticed Alicia Marie talks about it. She has vlogs where she's like, I'm having a shit fucking day. I had a panic attack. Like, love that. I know Lord DIY talks about it a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, I highlight these big names because they are so influential and they both those names, those are some OG creators. Yeah, I've watched Lauren since forever. Yeah. And like I'm so glad with their big platforms and kind of what they've built on, which is that perfect like hoity toity perfect facade that all of social media used to be. They've really rebranded and been like, open the curtain. Hold on. This is actually what's happening, you guys. Yeah. It's a it's this weird thing where like uh can't clock in, can't clock out. I want to I only will ever give you guys one hundred percent of my my true self. But then when I'm having a shit day, shit week, shit month, whatever, shit year, I'm like, I don't want to put that out there because I feel like that's spreading negativity. People aren't going to watch that. But then I'm also like, people will love the authenticity. But then I'm also like, maybe I need to protect my energy and not put that out there at all and not worry about trying to post because you need to take care of your mental state right now. But then I also need to pay the bills. And I have a brand deal coming up that needs to be up before October 13th. And it's like, so much goes into like how much do I give myself give myself to others today mm -hmm. and I don't know I just kind of take it by today day by day as you can but um yeah that's I just it's a weird thing where like when you live your life online it's really cool and um but it's also really hard because there's no boundaries and I just I've said this multiple times like the human, the way we are built is not supposed to take in that much content. Yeah. Like that's why screen time and all that, I think really is important to take note of. Um, like when I find my, like when we're all on the couch, me and Leanna, and we're all on our phones, I'm like, guys, let's play cards or at least turn on a movie. Yeah. Even we, like watching a movie that can get you critically thinking about the plot and the the screenplay, even that's a little bit better than just like scrolling on. It's the endless like, and then you realize I've, I had like really deep pits of time where like I would only be on my phone because I was going through a really hard time in my life. Yes. And I would just like the constant scroll and then i would realize like an hour later hold on i didn't even take it i just went somewhere else it's weird i'd, I'd love to talk to a neurologist about it yeah like what brain what? waves were just hitting 
that we didn't even hit 20 years ago. No. Human, our brains are fucking evolving so much. And I don't know in what direction, because in some way it's so cool how much knowledge you can get. But then other ways it's like, it's not, some of it's not even knowledge. And I just blacked out for all of it. I, what did I just, what did you just take in? Yeah. Some of it's not even facts either. That's uh, another thing. A lot of it is not even facts. It's, it's there's so much freedom of speech and opinions are just the base of all like so many people's social media posts. And then you, it's like there's beauty in following like communities, whether it's like about something political or something about animal rights or just something about like plants. We, we all love Justin Bieber. Like there is beauty in be, being able to find your communities I think that's really a really cool thing that we've done on social media, but then you're also not, it's kind of closed minded. Yes. Then you're really like hyper curating your feed in a way to where you're like, you shut out any other opinions opinions. about anything. And there's definitely like a really extreme there where, um, it's good to like keep your eyes on other things. Just stay open-minded, I guess. Just don't. Right, right, right. Yeah. I I mean, that's, that's different with every person, depending on how you're raised and what your opinions are and what we're even talking about, because you're also entitled to be very strong on your opinion too. Right. I don't know. I think social media back to the overconsumption thing for the human mind. That's where I'm like, damn, like we're not even listening to like credible, um, people anymore we're just like well i don't agree with you because i saw this opinion yeah and it's like hold on but these people have been studying all their life or they've been you know devoted to this topic all their life and they actually have like a a degree in this or whatever and And you're gonna brush it off because you saw one little quote post right it's terrifying oh i just it, I don't know. It's just but, take everything with a grain of salt on social media. Right. But then I also, I like, I'm going to go back on myself right now and be like, but you should also always make your own research and your own opinions and not oh, just yeah. listen to the always. incredible person. But it's like, it, there's just so much to fucking consume. It's like, sometimes you even get to a point where like, when I want to research something going on in the world, whether it's political, social, whatever, there's almost too much out there where I'm like, what is even credible anymore? What thing do I even click anymore? Yeah. And then how do we fucking know the truth? Right. And credibility isn't always just the most followers. It no. very often is not. That's just the one that like Got pushed paid themselves the most. more. Yeah. Paid them. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's, I don't know. Social media is fucking weird. I'm just so curious to see where it goes. I'm so curious to see the studies and the documentaries on what it's doing to the brain now. Um, it terrifies me. I think about it daily. I think about it every single day. Um, it, I'm in such a weird place as of the past like few years because I love it. I love my job. I am so fucking eternally grateful for my job. I never would trade it for the world, but it's this constant thing with like the average person, um, the average like creator, the average influencer, like doesn't look at it the way I do. So it's like, should I be in this space? Am I made for this space? Like maybe I'm not like, I I start thinking like down that alley. Like if this is just too superficial for me, but then I'm also like, but I really like the community we've built here and like listening. And like now you've been given the opportunity to like show a different side of it and like maybe switch the gears a little bit in the industry. Like not saying you're going to like change social media by being authentic (laughs) but like maybe you can make like a tiny wave and like 
starting the conversation it has been started i'm not revolutionary like there's so many amazing creators that are so fucking real like i said like i love how much lauren and alicia have been doing it um i love how authentic olivia o'brien is she talks about her mental health all the time let's spit out some others i love oh man i love so many creators uh sarah's day she's australian she's so cute um (laughs) who else oh best dressed um she's on instagram a lot more she hasn't posted on youtube in a minute but she just moved to new york it's best dot dressed her name is ashley i believe um i found her on youtube god three years ago now like right when she first started and i was like she's gonna pop off because she's fucking dope yeah she talks about um a healthy sex life all the time being a woman yeah she she's killer another like healthy sex life woman empowerment as bitch adeline morin she's a queen lover to death andrea russett talks about i'm like literally scrolling and people i follow andrea russett talks about mental health all the time and her personal things she's gone through and ways she's got through it and realities of her not getting through it and that being okay too and she's just so relatable in that sense i hate using that word but it's a real word oh i follow on tiktok i follow um mary skinner i think it is that's a cool last name um yeah mary cj skinner she posts she's really cool she posts i'm like i fangirl over her she posts like outfit of the days. She Love. does a whole bunch of like um, mid size, size eight, size ten videos. Um, so I love seeing that shit. Uh, Megan Detune is amazing. Brianna Chicken Fry, fucking love her to death. Hilarious, hilarious, and like so real. Love that. I recently followed her. She's literally just like the cool. I'll sh- share with you. She's mm-hmm. the coolest outfits ever and she like goes to these job interviews and she's just like dressed to the nines cool ass outfits and she's just like fucking be you um her name is sarah can't oh i'm gonna butcher her last name uh oh my god campo sarcon campo sarcon but her handle on tiktok is sarah s-a-r-a-c-a-m-p-z sarah camps yeah, send me that. Um, look at her outfits. Just oh, man, I've it. seen her. Yeah. She's so cute. She's so cute. Quirky. And just like quirky. So, and like real quirky, not like yes. annoying, like just trying to be quirky. Like she's no. actually quirky. Just like oh, good her. vibes. Good vibes. Love her. All it, the way. That's, that is, at least for me, that's my vo- uh, um, version? version of motivation for like to be myself to not give uh-huh. a fuck what other people thinks because she showed up to a job interview and like a corset and like this whole get up that's like from a different era and it's just like because be it's you. her because it's her it represents so her that was like a little spark in my head to alex who gives a fuck what other people think be yeah. you so if you curate your feed with people who spark that little light in you mm-hmm. that's the goal these are just some little yeah this is a small list of probably millions infinite amount of people it doesn't even have to be creators just like there's so many people i follow that you know numbers wise have like two thousand. they're like they're not these like verified creators either there's so many ways you can curate your feed and i think that's honestly just the main point we want to get across in this whole episode Mm so we can go on forever um i'm really excited for this follow-up episode so if any new listeners out there hi 
We do a follow-up episode to every Monday episode. We post them on Fridays on Patreon only. It's a Patreon-exclusive episode where we actually take entries from our patrons and answer questions, comments. Dive a little deeper, deeper. on the topics. Yep, just a little part two um, that we post on Fridays. So we always have our Patreon information linked down below if you guys want to check this out. If not, totally fine. Thank you for your support either way. But for the Patreon listeners right now... Um, let's talk, let's dive deeper into this. Let's talk about healthy ways that you feel like you've curated your feed or healthy kind of mental things you've done to not take social media on so heavy. Cause it really is a force. It becomes so yeah. physical in our day to day and how um, you've like, um, evolved looking at hate comments, yeah. um, like what you do to not listen to them or right. the opposite. I don't know. I feel like we don't even have to give that many prompts. Yeah. For this. I think, Anybody with a phone can talk something on social media. Um, any other like questions or comments you have about anything I said? Um, if you're listening on YouTube, comment down below too, even if you're not a patron. Cause I do, I already can tell, I feel like I'm gonna have to like explain myself a little bit further and I'm okay with doing that. Yeah, so, that's the goal. Right, I'd love to explain myself further if you're actually like, I'm down to have a debate any day. Yeah. Any fucking day about anything I said regarding like uh, my job and whatnot. So let's talk in the comments. Let's talk on Instagram. Let's talk on Twitter. Let's talk on Patreon. Literally find us anywhere advice podcast. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll leave you with that. If you're listening on Apple podcast, make sure you rate us five stars. Cause that helps us out a lot. Um, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like button, all that Ding. stuff. Turn on the little bell. I've never said that before. It's cool. I actually have never said that either. Can I try really? yeah. Turn on the little bell T- notification. It. Yeah. Turn it up, ding! Oh, like we edited in like a ding, um, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Follow us oh, on yeah. Instagram and go check our out our um, uh, playlist on Spotify and Apple Music in a couple days. A couple of days? Oh my god! <laughs> tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. But tomorrow for them or oh, like right now? Um, it'll be up. Yeah, you could go check it out right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> I right. uh, love you guys so much. Protect your energy at all costs, whatever it may be. And thank you for your support either way. We love you. And yes. we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was so good.